0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and that mic bump was our friend, Brent. Oh
1: my gosh. Freaking rookie move. You take one week off, and you start bumping mics all over the place. How are you, friend? I'm good. How are you? It's great to be back.
0: Yeah. Did you have fun on your week of hedonism? Oh,
1: it was fantastic, The Zags won – it's been eight years since I have left Vegas disappointed in the outcome of the Zags. They have won uh, eight – they've made it to the Sweet 16 and out of the first weekend for uh-huh. eight straight years. Uh, only three teams in history has ever, have ever accomplished that feat. It's very exciting uh, for them. And so, uh, once again, we leave on Saturday. <laughs> I get to wear the clothes to the airport. Um, you know, because if they lose, you, you you pack those clothes, you wear some you know, Nike clothes or Arsenal stuff or something. But if, uh, if they win – then you broadcast your uh, fandom uh, <laughs> everywhere you go because people either uh, you know made or lost money based on yeah, on yeah. that team, and mm-hmm. so you're you it loved in. or hated. Yeah, um, there was some controversy at the end. Uh, I don't know if you know how like the betting works, but there was a the last second shot that didn't mean oh. anything that got made that pushed it uh, to not covering the, the spread. Means. Blah blah blah. It was uh it was crazy. It was it was a uh, it was a 7 seconds left on the clock, and somebody hucked up a three and, and made it and, and messed a bunch of people out. Oh so wow, it was crazy. <laughs> it was fun. We had a great time. It's always fun. We sat That's on our good. butts almost the entire weekend. <laughs> um, did you see my picture?
0: Um, so I don't know if I told you this, but I deleted all of my
1: social media Gosh, apps. Dang it! How? Like a month ago. So how's that going for you?
0: Actually, it's going really
1: well. I have (laughs) contemplated. I'll be honest with you. So
0: the only thing is I occasionally like in moments like this have some pretty severe FOMO, Mm -hmm. but, um, I like for the most part. Yeah. It's great.
1: Yeah. There is uh, a big chunk of me that would love to do that. Yeah. Uh, then there's the other part of me that likes to keep up with other people's lives Uh a little bit. And also, Uh, put things out there for like my grandma and like other family Mm -hmm. members who don't get to see my kids all that often and be like, you can still be a part of their lives in this way. Here's them riding on four wheeler. Here's them doing things. I
0: was like, I was making those excuses to myself and my therapist uh, for a time. And then I was like, I guess I could just text them.
1: Yeah. You have to be more intentional (laughs) about doing that though, right? Yeah.
0: Um, So I think that there are ways around that if that is your excuse, but because everybody else doesn't do that, so I do miss some things. Um, yeah,
1: obviously. But I, so no. To as answer a, your question, as in the longest way possible, I feel like I've done, I've been engaged less, um, especially on the output of stuff. Maybe yeah. not as much on the input. Like I still uh, scroll through. I think it for daily, me, probably. it's the
0: scrolling. Yeah. Like I just get really sucked into that, and yeah. so I get it. Um, yeah, and I don't have like you know when I go home, I have my cats. Yeah, and I don't have like. 500 other people being like do this do
1: this yeah so it's really
0: easy for me to spend hours sure just scrolling and uh it wasn't it's not healthy to do that and so um yeah i did it for like a lent thing
1: but um and then they just never made it back on the phone
0: well i mean it's still technically lent but um
1: right (laughs) yeah easter's not here yet yeah correct um pastor um (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, to be fair, <laughs> I don't know which Lent if it was last year or this year. No, no, no. Year.
0: It was this that right now. Okay. I don't have got it them now. I only right, right. did it like a
1: month ago. Okay, got it. Um, I think I missed that. Early oh, okay. on. I didn't know how when you got off. Yeah,
0: i like a month ago. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I don't know that they'll come back on though. Yeah. There's a few things I miss, but
1: well, I, just... I apologize for not texting you my photo of no, that. Totally um, <laughs> because it, it, but it does fall into that category. This is something that was cool for me, but yeah. like there would be no connection for me to be like, hey, Megan, here's this cool yeah. thing that I did. Um, but, um, there's a sports podcast that I listen to, uh, about, hosted by a guy named Cousin Sal, who is the in real life cousin of Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah, I've and, heard of him. Uh, and does a bunch of bits on Jimmy Kimmel live. And, um, anyways, he was hosting a watch party in Vegas and he just threw it out randomly on his podcast, like the week of like, Hey, we'll be in Vegas. We'll be at Jimmy Kimmel uh, comedy club if you want to come by. And I kept looking for like tickets and how much is it going to cost? And because there there are viewing parties, but a lot of them charge money Mm -hmm, for these seats. mm -hmm. And we're like, we're not paying anything. We have this great room. Why would we ever go do that? So, anyways, all i have to say, Thursday morning, I said, here, guys, I'm going to go down there. I'll be the dove that goes down and see if, A, it costs money, B, if there's still seats available. And if I, I'll be like Noah's dove uh, bringing back an yeah. olive branch to say, yes, you guys should come. There's, it's great This spot. is the
0: olive branch of text, so, so You mean, like, get your butts down yeah, here?
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> I showed up at 9 a.m. The game first game starts at like, 9-10, something like that. And I walk in, and I am the only person what? there with cousin Sal and his right hand guy who I, is also on the podcast and they're both like kind of heroes of mine uh-huh. and I was like in a bit of a shock it first of all it was free to get in there's oh. like yeah yeah come on in the people downstairs like come on in and then I saw him in this really cool like comedy club mm-hmm. in, in, on the strip in Vegas why, right why by was why,
0: one why was no one there and because two why was they it free didn't
1: advertise it very oh. well and that, that's my one critique for him to okay. be like dude like I caught this because I listened to your podcast but I went on their I went on their website, mm-hmm. his website, nothing on his Twitter, nothing. I went on Jimmy Kimmel uh, Comedy Club website. Maybe they did nothing. it on
0: purpose. They just they Perhaps. only wanted very few people like, to be the there. The core listeners, yeah, yeah. I guess, maybe. I don't, I don't know.
1: So I walked in and and it's just him and I'm I'm in a bit of like a <laughs> Oh you... my gosh. <laughs> Can I need your picture? I didn't say that. But sit down, play it cool, you know. <laughs> He saw me wearing Zag's gear. Tell me you're a big fan of the Zag. Oh, love the Zag. Yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Watching this. Texting the guys going, Get down here. It's free and it's just me. Yeah. And he has this contest where he's mm. giving away tickets. Well, he's not, He's giving away. They, they, he has a thing on his podcast called Race to 10 where you watch bas- NBA basketball game and you bet on who is going to get to 10 points first. You don't okay. have to watch the whole game. You just watch the first five mm. baskets or how, mm-hmm. you know, if there's three, then less. Um, and so he, he, the whole thing he t- had talked about on the podcast. We're going to do race to ten for each of the eight games. Like which on team Thursday is going to get to ten first? Yeah, oh, so two okay. teams playing, right? So if, if Houston's playing Alabama, uh, you, yeah, yeah. if Alabama gets to ten, so then we're all cheering, and there's no risk for us. If our team gets to ten, we all win ten dollars. He had a big wad of tens. Oh my gosh! And that he, and so we're just And you're there. the only people there. I don't there. really want <laughs> there, and he get charged <laughs> to go, and I'm hanging out with this really cool guy, and he's paying me to be there. <laughs> Megan. Best day of my life? Maybe. Yeah. I- like top 10. <laughs> Unbelievable. Don't let your children hear that. Well, <laughs> even if I was to say the birth of my kids, the bonus of that is two of them were born on the same day. So I, it's really only three days. Um, so it was awesome. That's so It amazing. was so amazing. The guys ended up showing up. We had a great time. We're cheering. It, it, at the end, there was maybe 20 guys total. Wow. And, and uh, me, I brought six of them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So, like, e- they're like coming over and to your me. Yeah. yeah, they're like, he's like extra talking to me and his his right hand guy because I you brought were there so first. many people. Well, and
0: you brought so many people that they're yeah. like,
1: we got to get this guy to come back tomorrow so that we don't have an empty room. <laughs> and it was, it was. Did you so go awesome. back the next day? Heck yeah, I went back the next day. <laughs> Absolutely. And there were, to be fair, there were a few more people there okay. the second day, but it actually made it better. I think you know, having like maybe yeah. thirty or forty people there, yeah. Um he used to do a show on uh FS1 called uh, uh Lock it in and and one of his co-hosts was there who I hadn't seen I'd never met before. Mm-hmm. Um it was just awesome, man. That's really the cool. games were great and it was free and I got paid to be there. So Yeah,
0: that's a really cool <laughs> yeah, that's a really cool experience. Super awesome yeah. experience.
1: <laughs> So that was great. Um, the room was fun. The guys are great. We had uh, just a good turnout and yeah. got to see my buddy, Seth, who came up from Denver yeah. for that. Um, all the good things. It was a yeah. good time. So good fun. To be home. Here's the deal, though. We came back and had an honest conversation the drive home and be like, all right, we're turning 40 this year. Is Vegas still the spot? <laughs> I mean, the March Madness is the thing, right? Yeah. But we sit is on Vegas a couch and watch. Yeah, so yeah. that's what we're trying Like. Are we more like Scottsdale, Arizona people now where you're like <laughs> golf, paddleboard, you know, yeah. shuffleboard, something like that. Go to bed by nine. Yeah. I don't know. You know why? Yeah. Cause we went to bed on one of the nights, like guys were turning in at nine 30 and 10 wow. PM on the second night we were there. Oh
0: boy. In and, Vegas. In Vegas. And I was like, are we
1: really doing this? I'm the last one up at 10 30 PM. I'm reading. I'm reading at night. In our hotel room, like uh, overlooking, like I feel the strip like,
0: is Vegas the place is a genuine now, question. to be, be fair,
1: we've been there so many times. Yeah. It's not like we go and we did go one night. So we went maybe, out super late and we went down and saw this new resort that we'd never been to before, yeah. and that was pretty cool. But, anyways, so I'm so maybe saying it we is time it, we, it to wasn't like every night we were in there early, but that night we were.
0: Maybe sure. it is time to like graduate to different places and do evolved? a little bit that's more. The,
1: that's the question we're wrestling with now.
0: I think so. the real question is in terms of like travel to places because you have guys coming from.
1: That's the thing. That's the thing that Vegas has been appealing to all of us is because the flights in there for everybody are cheap and there's plenty of options to do it, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And so nobody spends more than $250 on round trip tickets to go. You start going to places like Scottsdale or or something else, it gets a little bit more difficult to be able to swing that because then it becomes more costly of a trip. And then, you know, you're not taking the wives on the trip. So yeah. it's like, Ugh, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So yeah. it's a tough thing, Um, but whatever. One of the last thing that I'll talk about, <laughs> and then we can move on to more, like, way more important stuff than this. <laughs> um, our room overlooked, not the Strip, but the side street, Harmon Street, okay. um, which means nothing to you. but. Nope. Um, it was between there and the airport. It overlooked the airport. And while Seth was coming in, President Biden was in town oh. giving a speech at UNLV. They shut the entire airport down, and Air Force One was parked out. <gasps> so we, you got to see Air, couldn't couldn't see Air Force One. could see Air Force One, but it was parked out Why there are you and no flights. This story? It was <laughs> cool. <cruel. laughs> To think that it's it's right over there. Like, if that big giant tower of a building wasn't there, I'd probably be able to see Air Force One. We did try and keep our eyes out because we had heard that he was leaving at 2.30. Oh, okay. So, like, 2.30, we could see all the planes taking yeah. off. But we didn't see it. We probably needed binoculars. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it was just a little bit too far. But um, To, like,
0: tell that it was Air Force Steph One. Seth was stuck
1: in the airport for, like, two and a half hours. Oh,
0: because it was, like, shut down? They don't
1: let anybody in or out. Yep. No flights, no Ubers, no lifts. no taxis. Wow. You just stop moving. And oh, we'll tell you when you can move again. Yeah. So it was it was crazy. <laughs> and it was right when he was coming in, too. So I was like, dang it. And th- this is, oh, sorry, I, I know I said this is the last thing. Yeah, this, well, we all knew that was a lie. Thing. So This is the last thing. <laughs> the, the, the road that we, that it's like in between us and the next set of hotels and basically between us and the airport, which is what we could see. Is also one of the track or part of the track for the F1 race that's coming there in November. F1 oh. added a Las Vegas race on their circuit this year. It's the first time they've ever oh, doing cool. it. They're building some of the infrastructure right now. They were doing a lot of the roads. Do they right race now. on
0: actual roads?
1: Yeah. Um, um. Some, sometimes they have tracks that are built specifically for them oh, like okay. they just did a race in Saudi Arabia this last weekend. and that's a track that was built specifically okay. for them this one is going to be on the strip oh, part wow. of it right in front of the Bellagio well, So I mean that's where like the starting line is yeah, so, like yeah. the fountains and everything like it's going to be a freaking scene well, it's going to yeah, be uh-huh. unbelievable yeah. um, and so now they're building so, like some of the infrastructure of the garages and, and repaving some of the roads yeah. so they're doing a bunch of that stuff while we were there yeah. um, but our view was like right along this one long straightaway that they're going to be flying um, you know, 500 uh, and, miles an hour down. Yeah. So that was part of my. Well, I'm going to save that for my something interesting. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> coming back to that. But F1 in November, tickets go on sale this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they really do. And. uh <laughs> And they're are you getting money for any, this? No, any guesses on <laughs> entry level tickets? Oh. If you just want a basic grandstand seat to an F one race in Las Vegas, now get here's, Vegas. here's the deal. There are about thirty races in on the on the circuit on an annual basis. Uh, currently, there are two or three uh, U.S. based races. Oh, okay, One so there's only Florida. three options in a whole year. Yeah, if you want to stay in the U.S., because okay. it's more of an international sport yeah, than yeah, it yeah. is a, a mm-hmm. U.S. sport, right? Um, so I believe I believe that Vegas this year is the is the number three U.S. race, but I could be wrong. That might be four. But anyways, guesses on uh, mm. entry level. This is the ticker, no, ticker sticker price. Now I'm not saying secondary market; these could go yeah, for a lot more okay. on there, but a thousand. No more.
0: Oh. 2000?
1: A little bit more. $2200. Oh my
0: gosh. $2200.
1: Oh $2, $2, Who has that kind of money? Bl- are you kidding me? Have you never been to Vegas? <laughs> that is like I've been to Vegas. There once. are some rooms you sit in. That's like three hands of blackjack. It's so <laughs> stupid. It's so dumb.
0: It's I still ask the ridiculous. question: Who has that kind of? You money?
1: think you're rich? Go to Vegas and just saunter in. I, we I sauntered into a little high rollers room once,
0: <laughs> like on accident,
1: in a, in a hoodie and in a jeans. Hoodie?
0: <laughs> Did they and kick you like, out? Are immediately? you here to take out the
1: garbage, sir? Yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> I was just, I'm just seeing, I'm just, I'm you know, seeing what's going on here, and they're like, you don't, please don't, you don't even belong here. Get out of here. It was, it was uh, crazy. So, anyways, um, yeah. It'd be cool. I here's the deal. I will. I'm not like way into F1. I did watch a little bit this weekend because I knew the track was, mm-hmm. uh, and we were sitting around watching TV anyways. And what else? Um, but I will be watching the November one because I think that that's interesting. That's that it's, cool. A that it's in the U.S. and we finally get to see one, and then B is right on the street that I like. You I, I'm saw like, them like building. I'm, it. I'm like a homing pigeon. Like when we go to our room, I'm like <laughs> burr, burr, I know where I like. I feel like I'm home again. Finally, <laughs> it's crazy.
0: Such a weirdo. That's such a weirdo. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever had a windshield wiper blade just fly off your? Oh.
1: Jeez. No. Did you install them incorrectly?
0: <laughs> um. Well, apparently. Um. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> There's
1: like a click that goes on. Okay. You know?
0: So yesterday, uh, it was raining, okay. and I was driving to work, and I was getting on the highway, and I like did my wiper blades to like, you know, get yeah. the rain off my windshield, and my passenger side blade just flew off of the arm. And back behind me. Thankfully, it didn't hit anybody that I noticed. Um, I think, so I think it was getting old and it was like getting loose or something like that because I did, like, I did make sure it was on all the way when I put it on like a while ago, but yeah. So that was exciting. I was
1: making fun of you, but now that I think about it, I have had that happen (coughs) to me. And here's what it was. Um, Mine cracked because it was frozen to the windshield and I hit the, hit the, to like scrape the ice off. Mm -hmm. You know how you do when it's frozen morning? Mm -hmm. And it like all like one stayed on, but then one just sat there, it's frozen in the ice, and then all and it just snapped the plastic because they were probably the old T, oh, same yeah. thing. And then it was just metal grating against the glass of your windshield. Did you <laughs> well, have that? And then until you so turn, yeah, oh, it so does sound like that. yeah. So I had terrible.
0: on the way back the arm. I could hear it go, and I was like, no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no. But way. I think I noticed today. I think it the metal arm hit the windshield when it flew off because mm-hmm. I think there's like a little divot
1: oh, in no. my windshield. A now. little chip? Yeah, mm. but I
0: got to investigate that a little further. Yeah. So, needless to say, yesterday after school, I went straight to AutoZone and bought a new
1: set of windshield wiper. Yeah? Plates. How'd the so, install go on those? It's fine. It's easy.
0: easy. Although, <laughs> when I opened the like second one, the driver's side one, a bunch of extra parts came uh-huh. out. Yeah, and have I was like, connectors. And I was like, what?
1: Yeah. <laughs> If, if you're like um, if you're like one of those pieces who uh, per, people who buy like an IKEA product and like I it's not finished until all of the pieces are used, mm-hmm. then buying windshield wipers yeah. would be very tough. So,
0: but so I immediately like get out the instructions to like figure out what these are. But in the meantime, one of the like AutoZone employees has come out with another customer, and he talked to me. He wasn't the one who like checked who like was my cash register person, but he like was had talked to me when I was in there yeah. cuz obviously I told them what happened cuz how often does that happen to people Yeah. And uh, he walked over and he's like let me just do it for you and I was like listen I know how yeah. to do yeah, yeah, it Yeah 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 you don't know who you're messing
1: <laughs> with I, was, I couldn't wait for you to say that. Don't like, you think <laughs> I can't figure this out? <laughs>
0: And I was like, I just just had a bunch of extra parts. I'm trying to figure out if I need them. And he's like, no, no, you don't. Can I return these
1: and get uh, (laughs) money back for these?
0: So he put on the second. I'd already put on the first one, but he put on the second one for me. And I was like, it's fine. And then he took all my garbage away, which is great. So, but yeah. So he sees me out there with the instruction sheet, like unfolding the (laughs) instruction sheet and like holding all these parts. And he's like, let me help you. Yeah. And I was like, listen, I was very close to having it figured out.
1: I'll (laughs) accept it. But begrudgingly.
0: It was not begrudging. It just had to make sure, as I do, this is a very Megan thing. Yes. And to make sure he knew that I was not incompetent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which is
0: very classic Megan. Yeah. I will let you help me. I think they me. do
1: that when I go in there sometimes. <laughs> I think that there's certain... If I worked at a store, I would have a game with my employees, my fellow employees. I would say, what are the odds that guy knows what to do with the part that he just bought? <laughs>
0: That's probably that guy a just good bought game. an
1: alternator. Do you think he can install it? Because he's yeah. buying it. Like, he didn't go to a mechanic to get it installed. He thinks he can install that alternator. Is he coming back a week from now with an alternator that's been, like, opened? Yeah. Clearly opened. There's dents and dings all over, and he's trying to return it because it, quote unquote, doesn't fit. <laughs> I would play that game, and I would be pretty dang good at it because I uh, have definitely done that. Bought an alternator. <laughs> I come back later. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need a. There's like a wrench that I supposedly need, and they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we thought you just had it because you know you you have to have one to install this thing. And be like, yeah, can I buy one of those or borrow yours or yeah. how does this work? <laughs> and they're like, I can't believe you attempted to do this without this tool, this very important tool. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, windshield wiper blades are a little different, but.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was funny. What would you do on the other three days of the year that it rains here in the Tri Cities without a wiper blade that works?
0: I mean, it it's more times than that, but not very many. Yeah, um, I mean, you do that's need them. Mine,
1: so. I I feel like wiper blades in the Tri Cities dry out before they get overused out.
0: That's that's fair. They are
1: brittle, hard because they're like we we we're like the Sahara Desert. Uh, we're like <laughs> so hard. That it's it's basically like p- petrified wood being scraped across <laughs> your glass. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's uh, honestly, I, I think the lifespan of uh, of of these is not. Wow, we just got so overused. Like, no,
0: it's definitely more like you were so underused. I'm not useful anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm yeah, trying
1: to yeah, think yeah. of even like a tool in your house that you're like, this is uh, you've never used me, and and now I just I'm just old and retired. Anyways, doesn't matter. I would be like
0: rusty scissors or something. Well, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I
1: mean, but I use scissors all the time. I'm thinking of an, of an object like uh, a something.
0: I did, no I think.
1: Um,
0: you keep thinking about that, okay?
1: All right, <laughs> uh, let's move on. It's not that funny, it could have been funny if I'd had something, but yeah, I'm not that smart. Jeez. So,
0: um, we started a new series this week, we
1: did, mm-hmm. yes. Three-part series. I'm really excited about this series. Because you're only
0: doing one of them? I'm only doing
1: one of them, but that's not the reason why I'm excited. (laughs) As you, if you were there on Sunday, you know how incredibly awesome of a person Anna Plemmons is. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I knew that, and I just wanted to have everybody else experience that to a certain degree. Because the Plemmons family, in general, Mm -hmm. uh, are some of our favorites. Um, and Anna specifically with, um, she is incredibly humble. She has a very high profile job and yet talking with her, it it doesn't, it never comes across that way. She's incredibly smart. Uh, and that does come across, but not in an egotistical way, not Mm -hmm. in a way of, um, I don't think you know that tool and how to use that tool. And let me help you install your wiper blades for you, uh, very much in a more positive, um, Affirming way, yeah. And, she wouldn't
0: and, be like me and have to make sure that somebody knew that she was competent, right. for sure. No, yeah. she
1: and, and yeah. <laughs> She'd be the f- the first one to kind of laugh it off and be like, yeah, I, I don't know how to do wiper yeah, blades. Now, yeah. If you want me to run your business for yeah. you or, you know, I don't know, run an entire organization. Like, yeah, I can figure that out. Uh, but yeah, these you know, giving me seven parts for a one set of wiper blades <laughs> because you have to have different adapters. If you own a 67 Camaro, this is the adapter <laughs> that you'll probably need. If you have any other car, it's this one. Um, you know, that's a, that's a big deal. So anyways, Uh, she's awesome. Yeah. And I think in her role as an educator in public education, Mm -hmm. um, has a lot of experience with, um, and and thought process going into, or lives in the world of, of legacy. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we, what are we leaving these students with? What, what, what do they, what do they get when they leave our organization? They've invested X amount of hours, X amount of dollars into this. Um, that's a big deal. So, her mind is, she swims in a pool of, of legacy thought. Um, <laughs> and then, my dad, who just left the church um, in after 25 years and has been in ministry for over 40, who just retired, um, one of the most memorable messages that I remember as a kid listening. And, you know, I listened to my dad preach maybe a thousand times. I yeah. have no idea how many times. And when, when you said what would be, a, you know, one of the messages that you remember that your dad's speaking, it would be one that he's going to talk about uh, in a week um, mm-hmm. from uh, on Sunday. So, um, that was entertaining and awesome kind of thought for me of if I get, if I could get a chance to do a series that incorporated all of these voices and get a week for myself too, to try and input my thoughts into mm-hmm. it. Um, it's gonna be great. So I'm, I'm excited for this series because it's not the collective progressive thoughts of Brent over six weeks that we're developing a conversation or developing an argument. It's kind of doing this. three different
0: perspectives yeah. on legacy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That I think are kind of almost standalone messages in and of themselves that I don't think will build upon each other. Um, and that's okay. Um, because I think that there's going to be different takes on, on what it is. And yeah, that's cool. For her to kick it off uh, the way that she did on Sunday uh, was was just money. It was so good. Yeah. And if you have not listened to it, I, 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 I don't tell you this every week because I don't think you should listen to me every week. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and it's just it, that's weird to be like, hey, mine was really good. Go listen to it this week, guys. Um, <laughs> you should absolutely make time to listen to for what she did. For sure, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I liked her style. Um, I felt like it was um, uh, complementary to the style that we're used to at Eastlake, but but distinct still. Um, I thought um, her pacing was great, her humor was great. Um, dude, the velour tracksuit story. Oh
0: my, I was dying. Was
1: was money, and she yeah. had put it in her notes. So she sent me her notes like a week yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. And all she said, like I do too, would say story velour tracksuit. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote back to her because she was asking for comments and yeah. thoughts on, on some of these. And I'd be like, I can't wait to hear what this is about. Yeah. Because I didn't, it, there was no indication. I couldn't figure out exactly how it made a point or support yeah, the point. Uh-huh. And uh, that idea of walking into a place where you're already self conscious about the clothes that you're wearing. Both because it was a maternity track suit. So you're still you're already self conscious about your image. Right? Yeah. I don't care how many photos you take about, like, Oh, look at my cute pregnant belly. Like women in that phase, at some point, you hit a spot where you're like, I I I would love to just stay on my couch. Life requires me to go out publicly. Yeah. <laughs> And these clothes are unique. And then to to do it in a hand me down fashion, you're like, yeah. I don't even care. This is how much this is how
0: well and it's like so because, it. because they were hand me downs, she's wearing them when they are no longer in fashion. No at longer in all. fashion. Yeah. Yeah. It's like her and eighty year old grandma is wearing velour tracksuits. Yeah. So yeah. Love, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. love it. And then and then to and then have to have underwear. underwear stuck. stuck on the back <laughs> on velour, which the fabric you can yeah, just it see it.
0: You know, because yes. she says someone it's comes like up and like takes board. it off. You know and what it's I mean? like, that's a peel. That's yeah, a peel that's, off.
1: It's, uh, there's effort there. <laughs> yeah. There, that, thing, that thing was not going to fall off. No. But she could have gone the whole day. If somebody doesn't intervene, she that she goes to bed at night, With, takes her jacket yeah. off, and it is like, how long has that been there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the answer is all, all day, day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All day long. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So freaking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the epitome of. Uh, again, that point where I think that um, at least you know Kylie got to the spot where you're just like, I just don't care. Oh you yeah, know what no. I, mean? <laughs> I don't
0: think Anna cared anymore
1: either. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. Nope, get this thing out of me. <laughs>
0: uh, listen, this is oh, my so third great. child. I have two others. I'm dealing with. Yeah, no, I'm done.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, the other thing that really, really stuck out to me that I I knew I wanted to talk about as soon as I heard it was she had asked if we could get. Um, pull some of the recordings from uh, MLK's uh, speech uh, and and play it as part of mm-hmm. it. And um, and we said, yeah. And then she said, and what I'd like to do is have the words on behind it to kind of read through like the slides. And that was so good mm-hmm. um, because it reminded me um, of the pa- like watching him do his talk. It, it, it's always powerful. I mean, it's, it's really, really great. But then you, s- I think the thing that stood out to me the most was, um, the depth of the theology of 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 what he was saying mm-hmm. was was so good and so it it can come across sometimes charismatic sort of preachers and teachers can come across as a little bit repetitive uh, alliterative or a little bit like um, shallow maybe yeah I don't want to but yes that yeah. kind of thing where mm-hmm. you're like okay, that's fine. It's, it sounds good because it rhymes or yeah. whatever. You created some limerick or some, like in, in music, it would be called a hook, right? Yeah. You created, mm-hmm. you created a hook. But, and hooks are fine and you can, there's nobody that loves ushers, yeah, more than this guy right here, okay? <laughs> but that's simplistic <laughs> lyricism, all right?
0: Do, can you, sorry, Do sidebar. Yeah. Sidebar.
1: <laughs> but, so, <laughs> I like that. I like the beat of, of that, but also, like, the smart, witty mm-hmm. nature of like say an Eminem lose yourself sort of stuff where you're like that's freaking good and it's smart yes and his ability to incorporate the black style of speaking and preaching with a theology that is inc- was incredibly deep mm-hmm. and was so pertinent for its time and still remains pertinent for its mm-hmm. time and seeing that on the screen in the words with his the, the tenor of his voice the pacing of his voice and all the stuff that he's known for just really was like man he was really good as yeah. as a communicator and, and in general obviously but like uh, that was just it was just the, the power of it like kind of stuff. yeah out and
0: me. I think people forget like you know we say Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King all yeah. the time but they forget the Reverend part like he had a deep deep theology, which one, Anna kept saying like one of my theological heroes, theological heroes, yep. and I'd never think of MLK like that. You and think so, of him as like a political Yeah, or like a civil you know, rights hero, yeah. hero yeah. Or, civil rights, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, but he is also has this really profound theology that he's bringing into the yeah. conversation as well. Yeah. So yeah, that part was really cool too, for so, sure.
1: Uh, In confession, I listened to it today because uh, I tried to log into the live stream and watch it Sunday with all of you uh, from my hotel room, but our internet was super shaky. Plus we had seven other guys on their phones um, doing like on anyways. So it was really choppy and just got a little bit annoying for me. And so as soon as I knew it was working, it wasn't wasn't an issue with the live stream. It was an issue with my end. Mm -hmm. I said, I'll just listen to it on the way home. Um, and so I listened to it this morning uh, and um, I I want to get this the speech that she had mentioned it's good in its entirety. I want to try and find that. I don't have that for sure yet, mm-hmm. but if I can find that, I'm gonna send it out in the East Lake weekly this week in, in its entirety so that because she's cool. like, I know uh, there's parts you have to leave out just for sake of time and I don't want yeah, you to yeah. think that I did that intentionally or anything like that so, um, if, if I can find it, then it's going out in the weekly and we'll get it out there and you'll see it in there. So yeah. that was my thought on it. That's but cool. What were your takeaways?
0: Um, she had a quote from her youngest child. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> that was yeah, the other thing. So good. You do it. Cause it's, but it's really funny.
0: Okay. Um, that was kind of like the part that stuck with me the most, but, um, leaving a legacy is a requirement on the rubric of life. Yeah. Um her like nine year old said that to her okay. a while ago. Right?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. What kind of a nine-year-old one whose parents are a college their,
0: professor and has a lawyer, in their
1: vocabulary backpack yeah. the word rubric <laughs> yeah. and uses it correctly.
0: One <laughs> whose mom is a college professor and dad 100%, is a hundred percent. Because here's the account- reality. He's a lawyer, right? Or accountant? No, What he's is he's a he? CPA. Oh, okay. Yeah. But still, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I guarantee ninety percent of my friends in the audience on Sunday were like rubric. I don't know what that means yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it uh-huh. and that's fine. We know who we are we're totally okay with it
0: that's the that is the uh, paradigm by which you are greeted yes-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, it was it was so good.
0: So on the rubric of life, on the things that you're graded on in yeah. life, legacy is going to be one of
1: them. Yes, it's um, in- and it's inescapable. and it is
0: inescapable. It yeah. is a required um, element on life. You will leave a legacy. Yeah, that is a fact. Mm-hmm. You get to decide what that legacy is. And you get to have agency over what that legacy is and how that is left, but you will leave a legacy. Yep. And I think I think about that a lot. Um, I will leave a legacy, and I think as a teacher, particularly a teacher of like high schoolers, I I know that daily. Um, and I don't always know what that legacy will be or how exactly it will be perceived by every student who has me. But I am daily reminded that I am going to be leaving a legacy, which for me was one of the attractants of being a teacher is that like I know there's going to be a legacy that I leave. Yeah. Um, and there's no question in my mind. Uh, And so uh, she also talked about that legacy has like three factors. So like length, breadth and height. Um, And so length is like you and yourself. Um, So care for your own welfare. So you can't leave a legacy on others unless you are caring for your own self and making sure that you are doing what you need to do to be who you are supposed to be. Um, if you're not caring for who you are mentally and physically and emotionally, then there's no possible way you're going to be making positive impacts out in the community. Um, and then breadth is your connection with other people. I um, have talked a lot about who is our neighbor. Um, and that was a part that stuck with me a lot. The um, letting, letting God trusting God to de- expand our definition of who our neighbor is continually. Yeah. Um, and when we have those moments of like, that's not my neighbor, um, letting ourselves say, well, or are they, Yeah. um, and being open to that uh, over time and as time goes on. And then height is our relationship with God and our connection with, um, our spirituality and who, who God is asking us to be. Um, and her big takeaway was like trusting God in all of that.
1: Yeah. Like, if, how can I, tr- how, yeah. how can I trust more in all of these three areas? Yeah. If these things are true and this is what I'm going to be graded yep. on. Um, what, it, what would it look like for me to trust God more in the area of my uh, length of my life, the, mm-hmm. the breadth of my life, and, mm-hmm. the, yeah, and the height of it, yeah. yeah.
0: And and trusting that like when when you see a deficit or when you see something that's harming one of those, that when you find a possible solution, but you don't think it's quite within reach, like, well, maybe I, I think maybe I need therapy, but I don't know if I can afford that. Well, you know what? God's going to make that happen. Mm-hmm right? Like God will provide what you need in order to make that happen. Whether it's a program that helps you subsidize that or, you know, whatever it is, right? Like if that's truly something that you need in order to make sure that you can fulfill your purpose, like do you trust God enough to make it happen? Yeah. And, and I think that's the real question we have to ask ourselves all the time is like, as I'm leaving my legacy and as I'm allowing myself to like flow grace from me, right? From God through me to others. How am I trusting him to make that happen over and over and over again?
1: Yep. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. That was all I had. Good. Yep. I, I loved it. And, uh, I can't wait to kind of, uh, I think I'm going to absolutely go back into that. Listen, you all didn't understand like some of you, no, not you all. (laughs) You know who you are, but some of you didn't understand rubric, and so we're gonna we're gonna dive back into some of this on Sunday. It's gonna be great. I can't wait. Um, we're gonna talk about writing uh, a spiritual will uh, this weekend, and uh, yeah, it'll be good. I'm excited. So, Super fun. All right, let's jump into our let's something interesting. It. You uh, opened. I it up, opened. I sure which did. Which means I go first. Yep. I told you it's coming back to this F1 race, yep. and it absolutely is. Um, have you ever watched an F1 race? No. Do you know what kind of cars I'm talking about? Because like it the- is different from NASCAR. Yeah, it's like the way lower profile yeah, like indie exposed wheels uh, yeah, like an indie car sort yeah, of yeah. thing yeah That
0: louie whatever british guy he races them
1: ooh louie i don't know who that is <laughs>
0: some uh, he's been on like talk shows anyway okay i am familiar with what the car looks like kind of
1: okay all right mm-hmm. so uh there is the, there like i said 30 30 races it's a big international sport there is deep 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 pockets into this um, Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason that there are international um uh, High-profile figures who are uh, like, like really love this sport. Well,
0: and it's big in like the Middle East. So big, and yeah, like it's it's a world sport. Yeah,
1: the last race was in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, um, and the idea behind F1 is it's called Formula One racing. Mm-hmm. And I found this out this week from a friend. The reason it's called Formula One is because every year a different formula for what requirements are for a car. Uh, is presented to be like you have to build a car within the parameters of this. Certain oh, I formula. didn't know that. And that formula changes each year, and so that's why sometimes there's different teams that are good at aerodynamics. Oh, versus... Lewis
0: Hamilton, that's the guy. I was oh, Lewis about. Hamilton, Sorry. yeah,
1: yeah, he he is a Mercedes racer. Sure. Um, and he's kind of on the downswing. <laughs> the new guys, uh, Max Verstappen, he's. Oh, uh, he's, okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you have to kind of adjust, Mm -hmm. and it creates kind of a different, like, oh, this team's really good at one thing. How do they translate to the other thing? It's a big research deal, Mm -hmm. Um, which makes it kind of interesting and exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's not always, I feel like in NASCAR, you know, the most ex- expensive cars win the, win the races or the ex- most expensive drivers. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have the best vehicles or it, like even in the boat races for around here. Yeah, yeah, Usually it's – you know who the winner is going to be. It's going to be mm-hmm. one of these two or three boats because their boats are 50 times better than money the ones, and, right? yeah. Um, that's sort of true for this, but the added dy- dynamic of that thing changing cheer kind of creates yeah. a deal. Um, and a lot of people got into it over COVID because there was a documentary that, documentary that came out, um, and I believe it was called uh, – oh, shoot. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, a documentary on Netflix. I think it's called Need for Speed. Oh, I don't that know. That doesn't sound right, though, now that I, I say it. Um, did it have
0: Lewis Hamilton in it?
1: It did. <laughs> it did. And he – Here,
0: I'll Google it for you uh, while you Will talking. you please,
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, the reason it became so popular, it was like one of those perfect years to do a documentary on a league because there was controversy at the end, the
0: drive to survive. There you go. Drive
1: to survive. That's mm-hmm. it. need for speed. Drive to survive. Yeah. That's close. <laughs> drive to survive on Netflix. Correct. Yeah. Just so I'm not making that wrong. I haven't it's watched it yet. It's called
0: Formula One drive to survive. Yeah. It's this docuseries.
1: Yes. And it follows this, uh, this season along with it. Mm-hmm. And then at the very last it has five seasons race. Yeah, but like the pot—that's true. The very this last one was like the one that like they—they just Mm -hmm. blew up on them. Yeah, Um, because the personalities of the drivers was great, um, and there was controversy on the last race uh, uh, about some timing issues. And anyways, Uh it just made for good TV. Yeah, Um, so smart for them, smart to capitalize on it, and it's coming to (laughs) Vegas. So you know, check it out. Check out that season, um, and perhaps give racing a chance. And, And here's the beauty of it. (laughs) <laughs> um, these races are typically 50 laps the one that was in Saudi Arabia was just now 50 laps and mm-hmm. it's, so it's about an hour and a half to two hours long that's
0: way better than NASCAR way
1: better than NASCAR yep. don't give me 600 laps nope around something because well and they just I go in a circle
0: do. every time sometimes don't the F1 don't they have it's, weird a, it's yeah weird it's curves like and tracks yeah 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 and it's
1: uh, it makes it a little bit difficult to watch in terms of a whole yeah, yeah like yeah. back thing mm-hmm. um it, so it's, it's a different view than than NASCAR mm-hmm. which I think some people like pure NASCAR peers are like I don't like that because I can't see the whole oval yeah. right <laughs> um so you
0: immediately went into a southern accent well, when you said let's that let's be honest I'm not I'm not way off on that am I no, Megan you're not. okay
1: um uh what was i gonna say on that uh, oh uh the, uh the view the track yeah the, the track oh 50 laps that's oh, what i'm okay. saying yeah, yeah in a nascar thing i'm not interested until the last 20 laps that's where all the action is anyways mm-hmm. yeah there's way more action in this because it's shorter you mm-hmm. don't have to be you don't have to commit as much time to it so there you go Check very out. cool all right what do you got for something all right
0: if i told you i had a never opened um original iphone like first series iPhone from 2007. Um how much do you think it would sell yeah, for? Yeah, I did hear about you this. Did?
1: It was like what 1.2 million? Nah. Less? Less. A uh, 100,000? Less. 50,000. More. 60-70. Sixty-three thousand. Okay. I, I do. I, yeah. sorry, I was way off on the on the. Sorry to kill your, yeah, your stuff okay. on it, but <laughs> I did hear it wouldn't even function if you if you did open it. Yeah,
0: because it doesn't. Well, the ne- none of the networks would support <laughs> know, so it, it supported anymore. So it's literally just yeah. a brick.
1: Yeah. Um. It lo- looked good in a museum, but yeah. yeah.
0: But it, uh, this woman, she didn't even buy it. It was bought for her.
1: Oh it was a present. She just threw it in the closet. And
0: she was like, Ah, I just got this flip phone and I don't want to trade networks, whatever. And so she just put it away. Smart. And she was like, Oh, it's a it's an Apple product. It'll work forever. I can use it later. Well, you know. Um and like so yeah, she just never had it, but she sold it recently, um, in February. She sold it in February. For $63,000. That's what it went for on the market. It was an auction
1: something, right? Yeah, an
0: auction. An auction house in like Louisiana or something yeah. like that. But I think it's interesting because it's not the first. Well, and here's the other thing. It's like there's like maybe five of them that have never been open. Yeah. Because everyone just used it. For they sure. were like, yeah, this is a why tool. Would why would I, an I extra buy an Why would I spend this much money? Yeah. And then not use what I'm going to do for, like what I want to use it for. And who
1: knew that it would go up to be like the, you know, the thing and be such an icon of the
0: 2000s. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah,
0: exactly. So I thought that part was interesting that they're just, the reason it's worth so much, I used air quotes on that one, um, is because (laughs) it has, you know, because there's not very many of them out there like that. Um, But I also thought it was fascinating, like who doesn't use a phone when they get one?
1: I, but, I take you know. the plastic off before I leave the store.
0: <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think the store takes the plastic off yeah. for you. How like, did she do that? They like she set, Well, if like, they up. ship
1: it though. Yeah, that's then true. If they ship it then you know. they don't, but. Well,
0: and someone else bought it for her. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was interesting. I was like, That's cool. Yeah. That that happened. And yeah, anyway, all of that. So original iPhone. Um, if you have one still
1: in the box. Yeah, what's funny is people who have uh, one in a drawer somewhere because they just never <laughs> got rid of it... like. I don't, I don't have the. I okay.
0: Did, I actually, follow up question. How many phones do you have? Do you still have that you, that are dead that you never will use ever? Again?
1: Uh, iPhones or just Oh, I don't, in general. I don't think I have any others. Anyways, I think that we've gotten rid of all of them but one. We have okay. one that we use kind of as a house phone for the kids. Uh, okay. But I don't even think it works. What do, like that what do you do
0: with them? It
1: was, uh, well, we turned them in oh. for our most recent oh, one that we okay, just got okay. like six months ago. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they would sit in a drawer, and then you'd break uh, a different one, and then you'd go back to that one, maybe. <laughs> or you think, if I'll just keep this just in case. And then your phone breaks, and you're like, I'm not going back to that uh, thing. I have I'm two flip phones E1. still. Do you really? In
0: my possession. And an old iPhone.
1: What was the earliest version of an iPhone that you bought? 5C. Whoa. You were late to the game. Oh,
0: yeah. I got made fun of Hardcore.
1: Okay, I was. I am a
0: phone keeper. I was iPhone 2. This is I. This is an eleven, the one I currently have. It's only my second smartphone.
1: Wow, so you went from five to eleven. Wow, so like when iPhone sixteen rolls around, you're gonna be like,
0: (laughs) all (laughs) right, I think it's time. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It might be quicker. To be fair, I'm gonna get
1: (laughs) an iPhone sixteen.
0: Um, they're really expensive, and they are. are, Yes, I didn't have a huge income for most of my adult life. I,
1: I get that um yeah you know you can like pay them i sound like a salesman right (laughs) you know you can make payments on those things yes i know
0: that but they're still really expensive so
1: (laughs) all right fair enough
0: uh i'm also just uh i'm a keeper of things until they absolutely die yeah yeah that's but good. Anyway, that's my little something interesting for you. I like it, which you already knew about, so never mind.
1: Well, it it's the, <laughs> the thing. I didn't know that only five existed. Or well, I don't know if existed. that's true, yeah, not, but, but
0: not very many exist. Yeah. like unopened.
1: Yeah, so I just think I just thought it. There are going to be some people who go, "Oh, well, I got one in my drawer. No, that How one's not used? worth anything." Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> All those photos, those blurry photos of you and your your dog and your cat. Mm. Uh, those nobody's interested in those. Keep them. So. Uh, All right, that'll do it. Oh, we went long. We went long today. Sorry everybody. <laughs> it's worth it. It's been a couple of weeks. They're not like they're like used to us now, you know. Uh. Um we are continuing the series. I'm speaking this weekend. Uh part 2 of our What Gets Left Behind series. Uh in person at 9:15 and 10:30, online on the live stream at it's it's about I keep saying 10:30. I logged in this week. It's about 10:40 because we do like the worship and then yeah. it's just, like you know 10:45ish on the live stream. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, thanks for sticking it on there if you're if you're watching that. Mm-hmm. Or anytime on demand, uh download in our app, go to East like or go to any app store and, and type in East Lake Tri Cities and pretty sure you can figure it out from there. So <laughs> All right, that'll do it, guys. Have a great week. See ya. All right, bye.